Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a special episode with Salonia Tedros and Grace Clapham. Welcome to Is Told by Nomads. I'm your host, Ty Roxon, and I'm a blogger, digital marketer, and multicultural individual who's lived on four different continents. Listen weekly as I profile people who identify with several cultures and share with you stories, tips, and interviews about how to embrace your global identity and use it to your advantage to live your best life. Let us begin. In this special episode, I, I, you know, I had a blast. We were, I was talking to two beautiful ladies, which is always a plus. But um, they had brains, and they have brains rather, and they really, um, they have this great thing they're doing with with a school they founded, and it's called the Change School, where they're they're embracing all sorts of changes that TCKs and global nomads experience throughout their lives, and they go about it in a holistic manner. And they talk about that. You get to hear some of the diverse backgrounds. They're some of the most diverse people I've interviewed. I mean, I think uh, both of them have each have three, uh, three, three countries they easily identify with. Uh, they're very multilingual and well-traveled. They dropped bombs of knowledge and nuggets of knowledge. So I would, uh, I would really encourage you guys to listen. And they also have an exciting TCK Summit coming up. Sometime next year, but you can hear them talk about what their vision for this is and um, why it's so cool. But um, I'm going to stop talking now and let you guys listen because they're amazing. See you on the other side. Good day, everyone. Today I have with me two lovely ladies from Singapore, or actually joining me from Singapore. I have Slonia Tedros and Grace Clapham, the co-founders of The Change School and self-proclaimed Changepreneurs, welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So, I, you know, I, I just did a little intro there by uh, both of you, but why don't you start off by telling me who you are, your background, and how you grew up? I'll start off with you, Grace. Sure. Um, so, I'm Indonesian, Dutch, Australian. Um, I was born in Indonesia and then grew up in Singapore and South America and then um, Australia. Um, and uh, the UK, and um, I now live in Singapore, and um, so Salonia and I went to school together, um, and together we're, you know, TCKers, 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's my, my side of the story. I mean, I, I run the uh, Change School with Salonia, okay. um, but I also run various other communities um, with a focus on um, entrepreneurial, social innovation, and creativity. Okay. Uh, and uh, all of them are based in Singapore or across the Southeast Asian region. Okay. And, uh, and you, Salonia? Um, I am um, American-born Taiwanese-Ethiopian, um, so also very much a TCK, and um, yeah, I, I, my, I'm pretty focused on the change school right now with Grace. Um, in addition, I have a small consultancy um, that focuses on social innovation and community engagement. Huh. Huh. Well, I mean, so I, I noticed that both of you were saying different countries. You guys said like three different countries each. Uh, I'm just curious, <laughs> what what do you identify yourself as? Um, so I guess for me, I I tend to say I'm Indonesian Australian just to make it easier. Um, uh, but I'm Australian by passport. Although with my accent, a lot of people don't tend to believe me. So in the end, in I, the end, it just really depends. Why not? I, I can get a hint of Australian accent there, but I don't know. But you said, <laughs> all right, okay. And then uh, I guess, Salonia, I was looking at your Facebook, and you said uh, it seemed like you were from Boston or something. But uh, yes, <laughs> so I wasn't sure. <laughs> it's all a bit confusing. I uh, yeah, I was born in Boston, and I mean, I think with my accent, the uh, the American side is kind of a giveaway. Um, okay. But uh, particularly while living in Asia, you know, I I do need to emphasize a lot that I'm half Taiwanese because of you know language and everything comes up, and they're like, why on earth do you speak Chinese? Um, <laughs> people could probably guess I'm Ethiopian, but. <laughs> So, yeah, it kind of changes depending where I am, but I try to get all three countries in there when people ask. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, so that's, uh, that's a good uh, intro into you guys. But um, since you guys traveled and lived and uh, worked in several countries, what did you find that you learned in, uh, in your travels? Um, wow, I guess, I mean, I guess you, you take away so much from everywhere you go, right? Um, and I think, of course, it's it's really nice to see all the cultural diversity and the different um, customs and ways of thinking that, that stem from um, different cultures. But for me, personally, I also really, what really takes me back is finding a lot of similarities, right? Even if, you know, whether you're in the States or, you know, coming to Asia or traveling different parts of the world, I think it's really interesting to see that despite differences, um, you really start to see a lot of commonalities mm -hmm. in just people, right? I mean, we all kind of have basic, the same basic needs emotionally, the same kind of desires in terms of living a purposeful life and, um, and wanting to do some good in your immediate community. So um, while it's great to kind of compare and contrast like different cultures, I also think it's always really inspiring to see um, similarities across cultures. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I always say, I mean, you know, everybody's all the human race, despite the differences that we have. And if we're able to strip that and uh, embrace our differences rather than, uh, um, you know, discriminate against them, a lot of the problems in the world could be solved. But, you know, I don't know if that's uh, something that's going to take on as quickly as I hope it would. But we'll yeah. see. <laughs> what, about, what about you, uh, Grace? What have yeah, you learned? Think, what have you learned? I think uh, very similar to Salonia, but um, you know, for me, I've, I've better understood cultural differences and um, 
learned to embrace those differences as strengths where innovation can be born, um, whilst also providing new perspectives, um, you know, to the way that we, we live our day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think, you know, the travel aspect has allowed me to understand how people are living in various locations um, and be more immersed in, in the differences. Um, I think another thing is really, you know, that there, there, is, there is those huge differences across East and West, um, but that we can really learn from each other in, in that sense. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, now, with, with the change school, I was fascinated by that when I heard about it, but I want, I want both of you to walk me through uh, the process and what, what came about. How did you guys discover and say, hey, you know, I need to make the change school. What is the change school about? How can people get involved? And for some reason, there's this rumor or some someone someone's been telling me about a summit a summit I I don't know I I have no idea it's supposed to be a big summit next year but I would love you guys to really educate me and clarify uh, this rumor for me so <laughs> why don't you go ahead sure. um, I love that that rumor is going around <laughs> um, so I guess I'll I'll start with you know t talking about the change school and and then maybe Selenia can share more about the summit okay. Um, so the change school started because Salonia and myself um, found ourselves in transition um, a few years back and was really lacking this space um, that wasn't going to do an MBA or going to a retreat um, and that was something that enabled us to remove ourselves from our current environment but also have lifelong learning and learn by doing. Mm -hmm. So the change school helps individuals align values and life choices at key pivotal moments of their lives. And we run multidisciplinary programs in various locations around the world that range from anywhere from four days through to 21-day programs. Um, and, you know, it's, it's definitely a new form of education or a new form of lifelong learning. And we focus on the change cycles that individuals go through at, you know, graduation, career, or family, um, even empty nesters and retirement. Um, so we curate our programs and create our programs based on those um, moments and we also think about life events that happen such as you know health or financial instability but then you know death or a loss of a family um, and different trajectories that you go through at the different stages of your lives um, and you know we encompass six streams so we any of our programs have to be two or more of our six streams and they are entrepreneurship um, social innovation health and wellness adventure life skills and emotional intelligence and then culture and creativity Gotcha. So that's the sort of it. Okay. All right. So it seems like you're focusing on change. Like, I guess that's why you, oh man, wow, you are the change school. Um, you're focusing on a lot of the changes that people focus on, uh, experience, whether it's, you know, you know, that transition between school and job, moving, or, you know, even mid middle life or just retirement, any of that. And you're really trying to improve their wellness and many of that aspects in the human uh, life. Yeah, definitely a, a holistic approach and um, understanding the different pieces that make up uh, individuals or humans. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And um, I guess, uh, Salonia, you're the one that's going to clarify this, this rumor for me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the summit is something we are super excited about. Um, which we're looking to launch early next year, and um, the so idea, true. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
but the idea is that we're trying to um, gather all the TCKs or as many TCKs as we can from around the world um, and essentially launch an ongoing series of what I like to compare with um, the model United Nations. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, the, there's so many awesome things about TCKs, right? And, and I think um, TCKs love to love to talk about some of the strengths and the opportunities we have from early global exposure and having seen so much of the world. Um, you know, the purpose of the summit is to really take that conversation much deeper or to the next level and say, okay, given all our um, various networks and the ability to connect on such a global level, what are the sort of um, key areas or issues that we can address to try and catalyze change and make a difference and make those things happen faster? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so just to touch on our sort of theory of change at the Change School, you know, we believe that um, only when an individual has clarity on who they are um, and, and what purpose they want to serve in a lifetime can, then they, can they then better navigate the world. Um, and seize opportunities to create change and act as better global citizens um, to create a greater impact. Right. And right. so at the TCK Summit, our sort of <clears throat> broad agenda is kind of to identify what we call the global issues. So sort of translating um, whatever local challenges and issues we see within our immediate communities and translating that to a global scale and then saying, okay, how can we as Uber global connectors um, uh, uh, set an agenda and a roadmap to um, address those issues and and use our global community to to make things happen faster. Okay, okay. And where can they find out more more about this? Uh, what what's the website? Where, when is the summit? Yeah. So our website is thechangeschool.com, and if you go to um, 2015 summit. Um, then you, you can find out more information about the summit. We haven't locked in the, the at um, Q1 of next, potentially April at the latest, but um, yeah. Okay, so it's potentially, it's Q1, potentially April at the latest, um, and it looks like it's going to be a great event. Sounds like it, from, from what I'm hearing. Um, now, rumor has it. <laughs> rumor has it. Uh, <laughs> the... <laughs> the there are some things that you touched on that I really want to get both of your opinions on. Um, I completely agree with you that, you know, TCKs can, um, you know, make a lot of impact in some of the world's problems. And um, I love the idea of bringing together a lot of TCKs to discuss this. You know, the United Nations concept, Justice League, Avengers, all that. I think that's, uh, I think that's great. But I want to know what both of you think, uh, different ways that TCKs can make an impact in the world. That's a great question. Um, I think you know a big thing is is um, being empathetic um, or more empathetic because I do think sometimes you know as TCKers we tend to have um, an idea of we know it all, um, and by you know being able to adapt so easily in various different cultures, obviously it's sort of um, second nature to us. But if we can try and really put our sh our feet in other people's shoes a little bit more, um, and also try and look at ways of how can you as a TCK bridge, you know, connections further um, and further educate other individuals on you know 
um, embracing these differences that we talked about earlier, um, but also, you know, understanding why there are differences and that it's actually a good thing and, um, you know, how do we create a hybridization in order for society to progress um, in ways that are complementary versus in ways that are more authoritative. Gotcha, gotcha. I love it, I love it. And uh, what about you, Grace? Oh, it's Alonia, you mean? <laughs> oh, sorry. Fine. What? <laughs> I, you know, I, I mix the voices up. We do become one eventually, <laughs> so no you know, you know what happened? The, um, the voices became one, and then uh, I just I just said uh, Grace. But you know what? <laughs> yes, what about you? What would you say? Um, yeah, I guess I would just say that I think, you know, I think it's it's a great opportunity at the same to kind of look at some of the things we talk about as TCKs, such as, you know, not always knowing where home is, um, as a strength and as an opportunity to really um, affect greater change. Because I think, you know, not having allegiances to certain countries or not being um, stuck to a certain identity or nationality actually opens up a lot of perspectives and allows us, you know, as Grace said, you know, to take the second nature of seeing <clears throat> possibilities and trying to really make them happen. Um, I think it's obviously great that we are all deeply rooted in our cultures and, and whatever traditions come with that, but I think, you know, one of the greatest things about TCK is it's like if we're all um, embodiments of a mishmash of different cultures, right? So how can we take the best of the various influences we have to try and come up with new approaches and new ideas and new ways of looking at things and um, and creating change? Yeah, and no, I agree. I think the world can see the beauty of the actual, uh, you know, the world through us because, you know, someone can hear, like I can hear Australia from you and see you eating, <laughs> eating uh, you know, Asian food and then wearing, Afri <laughs> wearing African clothes, right? <laughs> yeah. And then be like, wait, that, that doesn't, you don't look like how you're supposed to sound. You don't sound like how you're supposed to look. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you spark curiosity. But exactly. I, exact, I think that, that uh, that's something that if we TCKs can be ambassadors of. So I love that you ladies are doing that. I really, really am pumped about that. Um, I, you know, speaking of that culture, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. The multicultural thing here. I was saying, I love living in New York City because of all because I can get out the door and I can hear two people fighting and arguing in Italian and then someone else speaking uh, <laughs> another dialect. <laughs> I'm just curious what Singapore is like because I, I haven't. I've lived in Southeast Asia, but not that part. <laughs> well, um, I I personally think Singapore is an interesting melting pot. 
Okay. Um, you know, the food is amazing. There's like chili stingray here, which is a must try if you come down. Chili stingray? Um, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's like soft meat. It's just really good. Okay. All right. Chili stingray. Okay. Um, I mean, I think the other thing is the the... It's such a small island, you know, or country, but you have you know, mosques, one, you know, right there, and then you have churches next door, and then you have a temple next door, and so I think that is something that I really enjoy, and being able to have the close proximity of religions and cultures and all being able to immerse, um, you know, with obviously some underlying um, differences, but it's such a it's such a melting pot of cultures, but also in West. Okay. Yes, okay. Which I really love. Yeah. I, you can find just as much food here as you can in New. York. As I can in New York. We're on a competition here. Uh, okay. We're on a competition here. Which one's got the best city? Which one's got the best food? <laughs> oh, oh, no! You know, I'm actually getting to that. Well, since you guys are already there, which city would you say has the best food? Did you say it's Singapore? Or I mean, some, a city in Singapore? I'm gonna have to be biased here and say Taiwan. That's just how I I, I feel. I mean, because I love Asian food, right? And um, I, yeah, I'm gonna have to put a vote in for Taipei here. Taipei. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> sorry. Go on. No, no. What would you say, Grace? I'm going for Indonesia. <laughs> Indonesia? Oh, you guys are just homers. You just pick it up your home. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, <laughs> Indonesia. I'm fine. Oh, best best music. Best music. Wow, that's Ooh. hard. Best music, Jamaica. All right, I'll hand it to New York. I'll give I'll give New York just because when I was living there, I probably had the best time, like going out, enjoying like festivals, going to listen to like the best DJs. So okay, we'll All give right. you we'll give your city a point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Movies? Would you say it's Asian or or you know African or American? What what are your favorite type of movies? Actually, I'd say like French movies or um, more art house ones. There are pretty good. Okay, French movies, more art house. Okay, do you agree? Um, that's <laughs> tough. I'm gonna have to say like American movies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, all right, American movies then. All right, no, no problem, no problem. Um, all right, now this is might be this might throw you off a little bit, but. We often have stereotypes. I'm not a fan of stereotypes. I, you know, I, I say stereotypes are a lazy way to understand people's culture. But sometimes we can't help when it creeps in our minds. But which countries have both of you been to that uh, your mind was completely changed? Maybe you had a certain stereotype going in and then you went there and you were like, huh, okay. I knew I was going to stump you guys. Um, yeah, we're both really, stumped. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good question. I've got to say, your questions are like really great. Thank um, you, thank you, thank you. You know what? I would, <laughs> I would say, um, okay, for me, Taiwan, only because I went there um, recently, and I guess everyone seems to clump Taiwan as like um, China, you know, or Chinese. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was. Really, I but you know it just was completely different as much as they are so similar. But um, yeah, I would say Taiwan. They're just so friendly, always smiling. It kind of reminded me of Balinese people um, and just the the warmth and um, energy that they give off. 
Okay, okay, alright, alright. And uh, are you going to say Taiwan too? <laughs> no, no, I'll change it up a little bit. Although I'm glad Grace put in a vote for Taiwan there. Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, I have to... Yeah, I guess... I guess more recently, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I try honestly to kind of get over the whole preconception thing and I think that's why I love to travel right it's just when you go with an open mind and you don't know what to expect exactly. then you always get pleasantly surprised but I guess most recently um, about a year and a half ago I'd, I'd gone to Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka and I I don't really know what I expected there um, I guess in, in a sort of similar way you know I generally grouped it in as, as South Asia and so you know I had done a lot of travel in India so I was kind of expecting it to be the same um, but I was really pleasantly surprised when I got there, you know, it was, and I'm so scared now, of the, I have to be careful with my words, I, I, I want to say that I expected it to be more chaotic um, and, and just a little bit crazy, which is like kind of what you walk into when you arrive in India, but is, you know, it's clean, it's quiet, it's serene, it's beautiful, the people are lovely, the food is, sure, has similarities with Indian food, but is, again, quite different. Um, I really loved it there. Yeah, and it has, you know, it, it has a nice combination of, like, really old history as well as beaches. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's my pick. Okay. All right. No, no both are good picks. I, for me, um, it was Vietnam uh, before I went there because I, I didn't know what to expect. And oh. I hadn't actually lived. Uh, the only thing I knew from Vietnam was, you know, uh, what I read in textbooks uh, about the war. But they were so friendly. Um, sure. Yeah, and very, very welcoming. And um, in, the, in the part I stayed... It, you know, we were, my melanin was a lot, um, it was more, I had more melanin than a lot of the people there. So I, I guess, uh, cause I was dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, seem, <laughs> I seem to be, um, you know, I, you know, we were all compared to the American celebrities, uh, the famous ones, you know, the Will Smiths and the Denzels and all that. Yeah. So it was just interesting. Uh, how, oh, people, yeah. how people received this cause, but, um, no, it was good. So, but they were friendly. Uh, Southeast Asia is an area I love. I need to get there more. Uh, I need to actually visit Singapore and try that that stingray. Um, you know that you. Yeah, you with. should. <laughs> well, you always have you always have a place to stay. If you need one. Totally. That, you know, you know what? That's why I'm going to go. When I go to the embassy, I'm just going to tell them I have a place to stay. I don't need a, a stamp. <laughs> just let me go. All right, but uh, okay. All right. So uh, before I'm trying to before we wrap up here, I want your opinions on uh, some of these things. Um, I, my mission statement is, you know, use your difference to make a difference. And I imagine, I think both of you answered it, that you're using your difference to make a difference through a change school. But if you had something different to say, how do you feel like, you know, both of you are using your difference to make a difference? Um, I guess for me, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with your mission statement. And for me, growing up, one of the biggest differences was really this um, lack of understanding between Eastern and Western societies, right? Um, which I'm quite vocal about, and um, really about bridging this gap. And so I would say, you know, in that becomes um, helping individuals to become better global citizens. So I would say mine is really bridging the gap um, so that we can better understand each other and, um, you know, help society to move forward. All right. So you're that diplomat. You're the educator changepreneur. <laughs> all, right, all right. Cool. All right. What about what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, very similar to what Grace said. And, and yeah, I really love your mission statement as well. And I think I, I try to make the difference um, both 
<clears throat> from the perspective of my background as well. So, I mean, both in terms of the perspective of my personal background, but also my sort of professional background. So I think with the personal side, you know, like we talked about earlier, I don't necessarily look the way I'm supposed to sound or right, right. Um, <laughs> like, I, you know, where I'm supposed to come from. So through that journey, I think I try to help people really explore different ways of understanding their place in the world and their sense of identity. Um, and then on top of that, from the career or professional perspective, is I think I, at times, um, you know, I think a lot of TCKs who have a background from the more sort of traditional cultures would resonate with this, um, right. which is that, you know, our, our families and the expectations of certain cultures obviously translate into our lives, right? So I'm going to go with stereotypes here for a minute, but if you look at like a lot of Asian cultures, especially Chinese culture, um, you know, the expectation is you go on to to become a doctor or an engineer or right, right. you know one of these sort of stocky job roles and um, and I did very much follow that to a point and then when I decided to sort of leave the corporate space and take a less traditional kind of path that wasn't necessarily met with um, a lot of support at first and that's really tough so you know translating that to helping people I think through the change school one thing I am really passionate about is helping people to kind of take that step, right? And right. be able to say, okay, you know, maybe this isn't how I was brought up to think, or maybe this isn't the path I've been led to think I should follow, but it's still okay, and I'm going to make my own mark, and I'm going to figure it out. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, Shalonya, you're, you're an African sister, because, you know, I'm from Nigeria, West Africa, and um, in, in Nigeria, I, I love it to death, but sometimes... It you know follows that model uh, where you you know you go to school, yeah. be a doctor, lawyer, and all that, and then you know the the model is like you know if you're doing something that's not traditional, it seems like you're wasting your life unless you actually prove yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean I yeah. I, I think I think it's I think it's very good. I, I think I've noticed that you know there's the traditional TCKs and TCKs in the African nations and the other countries or maybe even Asia. Uh, it's like you have that battle where your passport country's culture is almost being pushed onto you as the one you should embrace whether you travel and then exactly uh, yeah and then I, I think like you I think encouraging parents to understand that you know people grow uh, it, we're all the human race like you said we're all you know we're all human and it's okay to actually embrace all the cultures that we have and i think totally multiple uh good things can come out of that all right all right well ladies um this is the penultimate question but i i think you guys have been talking a lot in the present and i i think maybe you guys should go in a in a you know time machine and uh, <laughs> and go back to your your teenage selves and, and tell me what you would say i mean what would you tell Little Grace, would you tell Little Salonia <laughs> <laughs> if you could give them pieces of advice? Um, I think I would say enjoy it while you can, um, and you know, really try and understand um, your own identity, and and really try and maximize yourself to your full potential. Okay, okay, okay. Enjoy it while you can maximize uh to your full potential okay all right so what about you um that's tough i mean i guess i guess i would just say you know 
embrace your uniqueness, right? I think um, there's it's a long journey ahead, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and looking back, I think I think there were a lot of moments, you know, especially during my formative years, where it was really, really hard to make sense of who I was, right? right? Um, living in Asia, being being half African, I mean, you know, and it's not always uh, it's not always fun, and it's not always easy, and there's a lot of moments that are just really, really tough, right? And right. can trigger. It, it could have gone in some of those tough times really get get the better of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just you know just know that experience is the best teacher, and so as many weird, out there, crazy, negative experiences as you can have, embrace them all. It's all part of character building. And and having that better sense of place and purpose in the world. So no, I I, I I completely agree. I mean, my formative years were spent a lot abroad. So I was in a French-speaking country, Burkina Faso. Uh, right. And, and uh, you know, I was Nigerian. I, I went there with a very very strong Nigerian accent. Um, and then uh, <laughs> I, I was in an international school, and it was so hard for me to fit in because I was like, you know, these people are all they know all these sports. I don't know anything. Now I know them. And then, and they just, you know, they have different, like, they look different for me. They sound different for me. I'm not going to fit in. And then I remember, yeah. I remember one particular instance, because seventh grade, I was terrified of girls. Uh, so <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we, we had Valentine's Day. And I remember I, I, I went home because I had a crush on this girl that was in ninth grade. I was in seventh grade. I don't know how old <laughs> I was. I made this paper card. For the Valentine's Day with uh, the uh, markers and crayons, and you know, I was like, "Will you dance with me?" So I mustered up the courage to give it to her sister because I couldn't because I couldn't give it to her. And then I I ran out to peek behind the door. So I said, "Hey, can you give it to your sister?" And as I was peeking, you know, the oldest sister gave it to the younger sister, and then she tore the card like. There was oh, nothing. No. Like oh, it was no. nothing. And then, and then I, I, I just, <laughs> I remember running and bolted away. But that was that was kind of my middle school experience when I was trying to figure out who I was. But if I was uh, telling myself, like you know, it really doesn't. It's not that bad. You're gonna grow up, and then you're not gonna be as scared of of, of people, and you're gonna embrace your uniqueness as weird as you are. Totally. But um. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. Tough, it's tough when it's puberty and you're in different cultures and it's all that. But, totally. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But uh, I haven't told that story before. In a, in a, wow. Well, you guys burned out of it. But um, okay. Well, where can we find you? What's new? And how is the best way to reach you, ladies? So we have our personal site. Um, as well. Um, so mine is just www.agentgrace.net. Um, otherwise, through the Change Goal, which is just thechangegoal.com. Okay. And um, Salonia's. Yeah, um, I've got uh, my Twitter, which is always a good way to reach out, Salonia T. Um, and then um, Salonia at thechangeschool.com. Okay. And uh, my personal site is just soulworks.co. Okay, soulworks.co, agentgrace.com. Um, I, I, I don't think you're supposed to reveal your CIA identity, Grace, but okay, but if that's what you, you're going to go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Agent Grace, um, I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you, ladies. This has been very enlightening. This has been fun. Uh, you guys took me down memory lane, made me embarrass myself. And, uh, uh, and now I know I need to try Stingray. Uh, 
which is yeah. I had never thought of before. So thank you very, very, very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks this for having us. It was so much fun. Yes, good. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to us told by nomads. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes or on Stitcher and subscribe. Also, be sure to head over to my website, tyroxin.com, to subscribe for more updates and tips on how to navigate the world and check out some of the other things I'm doing. Till next time, remember, home is not necessarily a physical place. It is wherever you most feel comfortable. <laughs>